Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In this series, Knowing More of God, we will take a look at the different attributes of our Heavenly Father. Join us each week as we experience more of Him. And now for this week's thought. On this week's episode of Knowing More of God, we are going to look at our trustworthy Father. Because God is trustworthy. So once again, we're going to start off by just looking at the word trustworthy and what it exactly means. And the first definition I came upon, it says able to be relied on as honest or truthful. Able to be relied on as honest or truthful. And then Merriam-Webster's dictionary said worthy of confidence. And I really liked that definition, worthy of confidence, because I believe that's exactly what God is. That's exactly what his character has demonstrated to us, that he is worthy of our confidence. And because he's worthy of our confidence, we should have no trouble understanding that he is trustworthy. When you look up the synonyms for trustworthy, it says dependable, good, reliable, responsible, secure, steady, tried, and true. Wow. Each and every one of those words hold true to who our God is. And because our God is trustworthy, we can hold tight to his promises that are in scripture. I believe we struggle with God's trustworthiness because we have a notion that God should come through on our time rather than the right time, which is God's time. You see, we live in such a right now world. We can get things instantaneously. We get things delivered next day. You know, we don't even have to leave our houses. That we think that when we, we pray or, or when we read God's promises to us, we think that it should happen right this moment. We start to doubt how trustworthy God is because we're not looking through his eyes. We don't see the whole big plan. So when we don't see results right now, we start to doubt how trustworthy God is. But I want us to look at some biblical examples. I want us to look at some things to help put this in perspective for us. And why regardless of the time frame, regardless of how it may appear to our human eyes, God is very trustworthy. He has proven it time and time again. Just take Abraham, for example. Abraham was 75 years old when God told him he would become a great nation. And remember, at this time, Abraham is 75 and he doesn't even have a child. But yet, God has said he's going to be a great nation. And if you think about it, Abraham didn't have his son Isaac until he was 100 years old. But that was 25 years that Abraham just had to trust that God was going to be faithful to his word. You see, to Abraham, it may have looked like, how could this possibly be? That Abraham had faith in God and because he trusted God he knew that his word would be true so even though it took 25 years for him to have his son Isaac he still trusted God's word when we look at David 
David was anointed to be king of Israel while he was a young man. He spent many years in the wilderness running for his very life before he ever became king. It was approximately 15 years between when David was anointed as a young man till the time that he reigned as a king. During this time, even as he ran for his life, he knew that God was trustworthy and that God's word would come to pass. He even says in Psalms 4 5, offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. In Psalms 5 11, he says that let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Psalms 9.10, David put, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Did you read that? He says, You have not forsaken them that seek thee. And he's talking about the very God who had anointed him to be king, but yet he had to turn around and run for his life in the wilderness. But yet he knew that his God had not forsaken him. He knew that his trust needed to be in God and not what his eyes could see. Psalms 40 and 4, it says, Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. And in Psalm 62, 8, he says, Trust in him at all times, ye people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Salah. Trust in him at all times. David said, you just have to trust in him at all times. Even when our earthly eyes can't see how this truth will come about, we just have to trust in the Lord because he's trustworthy. In Exodus 12 and 40, we learn that the children of Israel sojourned in Egypt for 430 years. And we learn that in Exodus 12, 40, when they're leaving out, it says, Now the sojourn of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was 430 years. And God lets us know that he heard the cries of his children when he talks to Moses about going before Pharaoh to set his people free. And I'm sure there are many who thought God had forgotten them. But if they had just went back, we learned that God had already told Abraham what was going to come. In Genesis 15, verses 13 through 14, it says, And he said unto Abram, talking about God, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, meaning Egypt, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them, 400 years and also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge and afterwards shall they come out with great substance you see I'm sure that the children of Israel as they were being slaves in Egypt and they had been beaten down and they probably felt forgotten but God had aforetime told them this is what would happen 
but he also let them know that was not their fate forever. But not only would he judge Egypt, but that he would also bring them out in great substance. And that's exactly what God did. God had a much bigger plan in mind for their deliverance than just simply bringing them out. He demonstrated his power not only to the Egyptians, but to his own children so that they would know he was God and that he was trustworthy because he held true to the word that he had given to Abraham. You see, today there are many, many people who say, I've heard all my life that Jesus is returning, but it still hasn't happened. And they begin to doubt and think they can live any old way they want to. They doubt the trustworthiness of God. But I want you to hear what the Bible tells us. In 2 Peter 3.9, it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It is because God loves us so much, he is allowing time for as many who will to come to him. You see, he's long-suffering. He's not slack. He's not holding back and not fulfilling his promise to us. He is allowing time for people to surrender their hearts before him so that they can have a future with him. You see, there were so many people that had read, the holy men had read about all the promises of God. They had read about the coming Messiah, the very people who had studied the scriptures, who should have trusted God's word, decided that they were going to trust their traditions and their thoughts and how they wanted the Messiah to come, that they stopped trusting in the word of God. See, the scriptures had already told them how Jesus would come. The scriptures did not say that he was going to come back and set the children of Israel in power of some great authority. As a matter of fact, the Old Testament had told them time and time again, the very scrolls they had studied, that he was going to come and that he was going to come humbly and that he was going to die for our sins. But yet... Instead of trusting God and God's word, they trusted their own traditions and thoughts. And that's where we get in trouble. In Numbers 23:19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? See, that's what we're told in Numbers. And if we read beyond that throughout the scriptures, we will learn time and time again, if God had spoken it, even though it may not be in our time frame or how we want, God will hold true to his word. Because he is true, we can trust that his word shall be fulfilled. Deuteronomy 32 and 4 says, He is the rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. So if God is truth, then we can trust what his word says. We can trust in our Father. In Titus 1-2 it says, In hope of eternal life, which God, 
that cannot lie promised before the world began. Dear child of God, we can trust what God has promised us in his word. He is a trustworthy father. That does not mean what we want, when we want, is how it will come about. But God's will, according to God's promises, in His Word, in His time, we can trust will come to pass. And there is a peace in knowing that we can trust our Father. We can have reassurance to be with Him one day. The Finding a More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or on any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.